0: In the 1980s, we market properties like this. In the 1990s, we did it like that. But now it's 2022, we do it like this. So if you're thinking about moving in 2022, don't get stuck in the 80s. Give us a call or click on the link below for more details. And welcome to the Fife Property Show, guys. It's a Saturday morning, 9.30. And and we're going to be talking about this morning, about changing rooms, relaunching your Fife home with a different look. It's a new year, new campaign. It's maybe no happening for you right now. You maybe want it to happen for you now. So today, we're going to be discussing this. And we've got Alicia on as well. So how are you, Alicia?
1: Good morning, Jim. I'm fine, thank you.
0: So this morning, we're going to be talking about relaunching your Fife home. I mean, if you took a break from selling the last year and you're ready to try again, uh, or if your home is still for sale and you'd like to refresh your marketing, well, this show is for you. Uh, We've all said at some point that a change is as good as a rest. Uh, It's it's a well-known saying, isn't it? A change is as good as a rest. And whether it's switching careers or changing a routine or doing things differently in a routine, You you need to do different than a routine to get the same results. I remember I was told by an extremely successful person, and he said to me, "Jim, if you keep the the height of ignorance is doing the same thing over and over again but expecting a different result." And I was like, "I'm not sure if I could take that." (laughs) Are you challenging me? (laughs) But. But it's true. It's really. I mean, if you keep doing the same thing day in, day out all the time, then you can't expect a different result, can you, Alicia?
1: No, you can't. And you do have to change things in order to maximise your opportunities sometimes.
0: Yeah. I mean, changing the PMC of property doesn't have to be costly or disruptive. Uh, there are many ways of creating a new look and surprisingly with little effort, um, open, um, often by using furniture and accessories that you already own. Just really position them in different ways, and updating photography to capture your restyled interior, and uh, get a second chance. And you you do get a second chance to catch the eye of anyone who's missed you the first time round, as well as the new year buyers as well. I mean, every every single day, a new buyer comes into the market, don't you, Alicia? Every single day, new buyer, new buyers come into the market every single day.
1: Absolutely, and we always say to people, you know, it doesn't matter how long your house has been on the market; it's how long the, the the buyer has been looking. That is the important thing.
0: Yeah, and if you think about the logic of this, let's let's just uh logic logic things because I love logic. <laughs> As you know, so there's six thousand properties in Fife that get sold every single year. Divide it by divided by three six five. Let's divide by three six five. So every single day, 16 people make a decision to sell or buy a house in Fife. That's it. 16 people every single day make a decision to sell or buy a house. So if your house wasn't selling yesterday, possibly the 16 people on average that come in every single day in the days to come will be the people that will go. But I tell you what, then, we'll go back to what I said about the height of, you could also call it height of stupidity, you know, I don't, I don't want to insult anybody, but I, I often tell myself that as well. Jim, what heck? You know, th- this is the height of stupidity. You're keeping doing the same thing every single time and you're expecting a different result. So in order to get a different result, you're going to have to do something different in your, in, your, in your approach to things. I don't need anybody else to beat me up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I do
0: it more enough to myself every single time and drive myself forward. Um, okay, so um, if you'd like to talk more about this and getting all this information, we'd be happy to help. You can contact us. There's details on this profile as well. But let's get right into the show itself. What is the first thing we're going to talk about, Alicia? Uh,
1: I think we should talk about focal points first, actually. Every every room needs something for a buyer to focus on, whether that's, you know, something to convey light or warmth or character. Yeah. Um, Windows are an excellent example because uh, people naturally gravitate towards them, um, and they draw the eye to the outside. So uh, it will always make your room feel larger and brighter, especially if they're clean. So that's Windows, the first
0: thing. Windows, Windows is a big thing, isn't it? It's yeah. the first thing. I mean, there's a lot of people when I go round, they've got burst panes from you know double glazing, and mm-hmm. and you can just see the the effect it has, and and they have a wonderful view um, oh, so I have, um some of them have an amazing view and yet the reality is um they, they, they think that oh, well it's only it's only about 80 pound, or, or it's like nobody will really bother that much about this wait a minute somebody's buying your house for the view the last thing you want is actually your windows either dirty or covered up with loads of blinds and and uh and uh, well venetian blinds are a classic example aren't they i mean you know just roll them up get that view on 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 um on exposure and um, get your curtains back and so you get plenty of natural light coming in and please take the time to change the pain. So i was around to somebody recently just two days ago and we actually went through that change that one mm-hmm. change this one this is st monan's so you'll know it's vital mm-hmm. you do things like that just to because it's the first thing somebody thinks i mean what do you, what do you think when you walk into a house and you immediately see the windows are blown
1: Well, absolutely, especially living here in Fife, you know, when we quite often have the har coming in from the sea, every seller and every estate agent is always just a wee bit disappointed when you go to a coastal house, you're right next to the sea, but there's this thick grey fog. Now, why would you want to do that to your own home, sabotage it like that, and have a thick grey fog over your view permanently? You wouldn't want to do that. So you need to change your pain.
0: Excellent, excellent. Excellent. Uh, Good morning, Bob, and good morning, Angela. Listen, guys, um, let's have an interactive show this morning. If you agree with us, give us a big thumbs up. If you're not very sure, give us a smiley face. We'll know then, then just elaborate on that and maybe go back on that bit again. Uh, Feel free to do that and, and ask questions as well. If you put them in the comments on the posts as well, we will see them here in the studio and, uh, and, and some of the best comments will be brought on, we'll discuss your question or anything like that as well. Um, so more than happy to take questions and answer them live on air. Um, living rooms, televisions have become the natural focal point, the gather around, uh, but they're not really the selling point of your home. Uh, you know, um, what is the selling point of your home in living rooms?
1: Oh, uh, golly, I think a classic one would maybe be um, fireplaces.
0: Yeah, they sell, they're they, they
1: really attractive.
0: Well, what's the first thing you think of when you hear a log burner? When you hear just the word log burner, you, you just think a oh, don't you? In.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's it's that homely, cosy feeling, curled up on the sofa. You know, that's that's what fireplaces do. So you should yeah. decorate that area in a way that makes it as attractive as possible.
0: I mean, the thing about moving TVs, um, sometimes it's no practical because it's maybe fixed that wall. Uh, But you'll certainly, and it might certainly diminish its presence in the room because some people have like 60 inch televisions and it completely dominates the room for the size of the room itself. So possibly think about maybe just putting it aside for one time and actually taking one from another room because I'm more than likely I think you probably have one in another room and sticking it in the main focal point of the living room because then it it doesn't overwhelm the place. Sure. Try painting the wall behind it and, and also in a rich colour. Uh, maybe a navy blue or a deep leafy green or a slate grey, possibly. That's a really popular thing just now. And it'll help the screen blend into the background. Um, add books, artwork, accessories and to switch the viewer's attention uh, to your decor rather than actually looking at the television. Now, we come on to fireplaces. What could we talk about fireplaces, Alicia?
1: Oh, well, it kind of depends on what sort of fireplace you've got. But if you have a traditional style fireplace, then, you know, you can't really go wrong. If you have a mantelpiece, put some nice glamorous candlesticks on it, um, on the fire surround, your companion set, you know, your tongs and your poker and that sort of thing. Just make sure that they're that the tops of them are nice and clean and that they are as attractive as you can make them um, on the on the fireside edge. Maybe a mirror. A mirror is always
0: good as well the logs in the basket at the side that's a classic yeah
1: all of those especially obviously, if you've got a log burner if you can stack some logs it just accentuates that cozy feeling doesn't it
0: i know a good thing as well is if you've got your estate agent that's doing the viewings um or you're doing the viewings yourself and you don't want to put the log burner on only for a short period of time then get some fire lighters um so get some fire lighters which will last you know the wee the wee cubes that you get you buy um, so I used uh, um, James Street and Seller Dyke. Um, so I used it there. So I put it in and it lasted about maybe um, five minutes or something like that. So I had it perfect for when the people walked into the room and the, yep. the, it was all roaring in the background. But but basically, we well, were only doing logs and everything like that. And it burnt out pretty quick after that. But Absolutely. It just, it just set the scene.
1: Mm-hmm. And even if you aren't sure about when they can get into that room, you have these um, fire, I think they're called fire logs, actually. Yeah. It's just one single log, burns for a couple of hours. And that way, you know, if you've got a time delay between setting the scene and the, and the viewer coming, that will still be burning after a while. The other thing, of course, is candles. I'm a big fan of candles, actually.
0: Yeah. Um, what type of it, candles? Because the first thing I think of candles is for a fireplace is like candelabras. You know, like the big... No, no, no the candles that you get in jars...
1: Yeah. So they're completely safe. It's, um, and I'm thinking more, well, you can do it with a fireplace, but I'm thinking more for the interior of a, lo- a wood-burning stove because yes. the um, the circulation of air still continues inside your stove. So you can put the candles in the bottom, even tea lights, a wee row of tea lights, and mm-hmm. shut the door, and you'll still get that lovely warm glow from your log burner as if it's a fire.
0: No, safe. I never knew that one. That's a handy trick, eh? <laughs> Angela's saying a lovely fluffy fireside rug looks cosy in front as well. Um, yeah, it gives the right impression, but make sure it's the dog's not been sitting on it for three weeks. <laughs> that's that's been, that's what it could, because then that's the first place they're going to go for it. So, you yeah, definitely so, need it, to make it,
1: sure that the fluff yeah, it's a, is it's a, harbour for dust a and
0: It's a harbour for dirt as well, isn't it? So you've got yeah. to make sure it's clean and tidy. It's, and often, sometimes I actually say, look for the photograph, let's take it out. And actually we can put it back um after because it just sometimes uh some people get uh, rugs that dominate the whole room um and almost like it almost looks like a carpet uh, and sometimes that'll work but sometimes it doesn't because then it makes the room look smaller as a natural result of it. um so yeah fireside rugs are absolutely fantastic thank you angela for that top tip um and but but watch it doesn't dominate and, and take over the whole room um and make sure it's clean and make sure it's no smelly Really, let's be honest about that. Um, you're only going to get honesty on this show. So, if, <laughs> so I'll give you a warning now. <laughs> if you're not know wanting honesty, don't watch. <laughs> but can I just
1: throw chip in Jim?
0: I would assume that most people wanting to watch this show would actually want to sell their house, they'd want the best tips and they'd want it to sell for the best value And the in the in the in the I, I was gonna say the quickest time, but it's not necessarily the quickest time. It's the time that fits in with your move to your next property, isn't it?
1: Absolutely, definitely. Can I just go back a step and just chuck yeah. in one little thing? We were talking about rugs there, and one thing we've come straight into the body of the house, but we haven't mentioned, you know, if you're if you're reselling or putting your house back on the market after a Christmas break or anything, have a wee look at your doormat. Yeah, because if it is old and worn and filthy. That's the first impression that someone gets when they come into your home.
0: Mm-hmm. So,
1: first thing to do—it's quite cheap. You can get them—you know—all the hardware stores locally. Just replace your doormat, and it's—it's it's, again improves that first impression.
0: Yeah, and then when you talk about walking in as well, you know, if you don't want—this uh, is a big thing for me—don't get people to take their shoes off. Um, there's mm-hmm. a certain, there's, there's sometimes there's a certain way to do that for a certain reason, and the reason, and I'll say that. Um, don't get people to take their shoes off if, if you've got new carpets. Or, get people to take their shoes off if you've got new carpets all the way around the house. If you've got no cold tiled floors, if you've got underfloor heating, fantastic. Make sure it's on. Get them to take their shoes off because then that keeps the warm impression all the way around. But the problem is if you, take, if you get them to take their shoes off, and, it, and it actually it tells people my house is really worth something. So that's why you're taking your shoes off. And that's why I'm asking you to take your shoes off because it is a nice house. It gives that impression straight away. But always keep foot covers as well, because you don't want that uncomfortable feeling about to put your buyer in and the fact that they walk in the door and they feel they should take their shoes off. Mm -hmm. And then you you come into that, you know, jostling in between where, no, 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 you're okay No, no, but I need to take them off. And you're like, oh, no, no, it's okay And it's like, oh, my God, You're, you're off to you're off to a challenging start straight away. You need to make it really easy for people. So you leave the foot covers at the, at the edge of the door. If somebody wants to put them on, they put them on. Um, if you want somebody to put them on, put you know, just say, you no, know, any chance you could put these on. Uh, often, it's quite challenging for somebody elderly like me <laughs> getting down to put my foot covers on and balancing at the same time. So you might have to actually offer to do your Cinderella bit and actually get down on a knee and put, put the foot cover on for them, which I've done in the past. Yeah. Um, it's it's a bit of a risk
1: that isn't it It make people feel awkward sometimes you know I
0: know but it's it's, it's either that or or you're leaving the awkwardness of people actually thinking they're going to dirty your house by walking around it so it is a big thing for me uh, Mm -hmm. personally um, for doing that Um, okay so next moving things around what are we thinking about that
1: well, I quite like that. You, we had a show just before Christmas where I said, rearrange the furniture, and you said, oh, I hate that when my wife rearranges my furniture.
0: Because <laughs> I'm clinical. I, I like everything exactly. I, I, in my mind, it works, okay? And I'm comfortable with, with the environment I'm in. So when somebody actually rearranges all the furniture, it's like, oh, God, I've got to learn. I've got to learn all the new steps <laughs> sit and sitting and the behaviours and the patterns and 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 my neck and my arm and my back and and all these different things. That's so. It's uh, uh it's a, You wait
1: till you're selling your house, Jim. You'll change your furniture.
0: Uh, it's a difficult job. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I'll ever sell. No.
1: <laughs>
0: but you know that's because I'm an investor.
1: <laughs>
0: Indeed. No, uh, Janek actually people. come on and says a really good point. Great tips too for renting and for holiday lets as well. Yeah, absolutely. If you're a landlord as well or an investor or or your Airbnb or your holiday lets or anything like that. Then absolutely, these are top tips in order to get best tenants, um, best customers, uh, highest margins. Um, that's what it's all about. At the end of the day, you wouldn't be you're knowing the you're knowing the business of renting and um, and Airbnb in order to just provide a registered you know uh, charity for want of a better word. It's actually you're you're out there to make money. So that is the best way to to do it in order to do that. So moving things around, let's talk about that. Um, easiest option to change the look of your home is to, um, to use what you've got, but really in a different way. You know, um, I, I, And it is very often a striking piece of furniture, like a brightly colored couch, a large piece of art, or or maybe an even an, an upright piano can be the thing that sticks in the minds of the buyers all the time. Um, it's those splashes of individuality that create unforgettable photographic moments. Um, so finding a new place for our standout pieces can transform the way your home actually looks online, uh, giving you the second chance uh, to catch the eye of anyone who missed you the first time round. Um, so, what can we talk about first?
1: Well, actually, you know, we, gosh, there's lots we can talk about there. But from my perspective, what you just said there, Jim, about the upright piano, it's that that's 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 a we you've got on something there. Um, not everyone has a piano. Yeah. Quite a few people, however, do have musical instruments, gu- guitars especially. And I've noticed that sometimes people mount their guitars or their violins or their saxophones or whatever when when they're on the wall they look amazing and yeah. it tidies them up out of the way as well so just get a bracket and hang your guitar and sometimes it can look really striking especially if it's an electric guitar
0: classic example recently um maybe three or four days ago i went rent to a house and uh, the, the guys are actually a fantastic musician but um all these guitars were in upstands and there was probably about i think there was about 10 in this room and i thought you know you know, possibly you're maybe going to have to do something about that because it overwhelms the space. But that's a real great top tip about just putting them on the wall and getting them out of the way.
1: Well, you know, they're they're works of art in their own right in many ways. Yeah. You know, so you know, maybe maybe not your your Baron's recorder, but you know, a, a a real instrument. Well, not that a recorder isn't, but a, a proper yeah. big size instrument makes a difference.
0: It's great. Yeah, it could make a big difference. It, it, it's quite a motive when people walk into a room and they see that on a wall. Um, it's very, it's very um Planet Hollywood, so to yeah. speak. That sort of that sort of look. Um to have that and maybe have some things up of interest. and it piques people's interest, it gets them thinking about these different things. Um it doesn't detract from your property because it kinda adds that that little bit of edge to it. People remember it for a for, for a good reason rather than a bad reason, you know just by that simple process that you just said, I mean, putting them on the ground, that's the bad reason. Put them on the ball. There's a good reason. Perfect. Absolutely. I've got yep. a place because somebody else that's a musician immediately thinks yeah, beauty. It's like, I could have my music room now because, and that actually could double up as an office as well because it works in two functional ways.
1: And I think we all love music. Actually, it colors, whether we're aware of it or not, there's always a soundtrack to your life. Um, yeah. And so it helps you f- re-conjure in the back of your mind these uh, memories Uh, and it just helps a viewer feel a little bit more at home funnily enough music always helps you feel at home maybe Mm -hmm. not played because that's about personal taste but that little hint of music in the uh, in the home just makes it feel homely.
0: Yeah I mean there's here's the one about the change even in streets of the similar 1930 streets and Victorian houses not every room um, has the furniture in the same place um moving a bed to another wall, for example, changing the position of a couch or an armchair and relocating a sideboard or chest of drawers can all provide a valuable refresh to your room. Um switching as well, you know, here's a classic. Try swap items from room to room. Give them an entirely new setting. Think um think um artwork, um, think mirrors, um, think freestanding shelves, um, lamps, plants. Uh, experiment. Take snaps with your phone. Classic. I mean, you've got this right in front of you. The first thing I do when I walk into people's homes and they go, "My room looks really tight and and small and and the way it is," the now I, I just I, I immediately just put the camera on it and just say to them, "Well, how does it look now?" Because that's how the picture would look. Well, that looks really good. And it's like I never realised it would come out like that. But that's exactly how it will see, and that's how people will see it, because. You're in, you're in reality right now. You've lived in it for a lot of years and you don't, you don't see what they see on the camera for the first time. So a fresh pair of eyes is a really good idea to do that. But experiment and take the snaps on your phone and see what looks good and where from. Um, maybe share it with your friends. Don't do all online. Um, don't publicly do it online. That's the worst thing. Let me tell you about this. This is a classic where people actually. I'm thinking about selling my house, so I tell you what, I've taken some of my own photographs now and I've put them on my, all the community channels to see if anybody's interested. in to sell my house, you've lost your thunder completely. Then you've lost it because the the reality is, the going about you don't get a second chance to make a good first impression. Well, you do, however, you don't do it like that because what you're doing is you're putting off all the people that potentially might when it's properly presented. So when it's properly presented, and I'm talking about a professionalist agent knows what they're doing. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> knows what they're doing. Um, and there's there's a difference. Trust me, there's a difference. And I'll demonstrate that if you ever want me to do that individually. Um and so um you have to make sure that it's presented properly and you do get you do get that first impression. That's it. If so, and someone could switch off straight away if you don't do it correctly. Plus the fact that it leads to more questions, doesn't it? And then they start questioning, and questioning, and questioning. It's like, wait a minute, I, 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 you know, I wish I had the, I wish I had the professionalism to be able to do that because they're straight into negotiating, and you're not even prepared for it because all you've done is put photographs on to say to people I'm possibly selling my house, but they're in there like a rat up a drain pipe, and they're 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 wanting the house straight away, and you've not well, and. In my position before, before I was trained properly in this, you know, I was never in the position to do that or negotiate properly on behalf of anybody inquiring. So that's why I always got a professional, and I still do that now. It's like asking a joiner to open you up and do heart surgery. Well, no, you wouldn't do that. You would go to you would go to a surgeon. So why on earth would you want? Why on earth would you not know, go to an estate agent and somebody that knows what they're doing in order to get the best results for your house rather than actually? Try try and do it yourself, DIY.
1: Absolutely. I mean, we get that occasionally, don't we, Jim? You know, people come and they say, oh, I've tried selling my house on social media and it's all gone wrong. And it does slightly, we'll do it, but it does slightly make your eyes roll because you you are climbing a mountain after that, you know. Um, And
0: and do you know what happens there? The price goes up about how much you have to pay then because we know we've got to put more effort into actually doing it. Um, So don't do it. Keep your keep your <laughs> in the right price bracket. Don't do it. just go to a, go to the estate agent straight away, and don't have a mountain for them to climb. Because if they've got a mountain to climb, they'll have to quote you more because they'll have to put more effort and more resource into doing it. It's just like anything. What you know, a, a reward for effort business really. That's what it comes down to. Um. So that's what I would say on that. You know, I digressed a bit in here in the valuable fresh and and in switching from the from room to room. Um. Remove um, too much furniture, let's look at that, um, can block sight lines of windows, we've talked about that, they could cover up floor space, we've talked about that, make your home look really small, when in actual fact the rooms are actually quite big. Um, the trick is finding the sweet spot that allows your home to shine, uh, while remaining comfortable, um, a comfortable place to live. Um, does your living room really need two armchairs, as well as a couch? Um, While you're trying to sell your house? Um, Do you need six chairs at a dining table? Uh, Are are four just not the right just now? Um, These are the sort of things we're thinking about. Have you got anything else to add to that, um, Alicia?
1: Yeah, a couple of things. So so going back to the things that you can change about your room inexpensively, you, you talked about moving the sideboard. You could also update that sideboard by changing the handles. If you put some, you know, nice, brightly colored handles on a slightly tired mid-century piece of furniture, instantly it's transformed to, you know, a, a fashionable chic designer yeah, object. So change the handles. And also if you're perhaps selling a flat that doesn't have a garden or something like that put in some plants lots of a couple of wee ferny plants and a chair nearby and you create that conservatory feel to compensate for the fact that you don't don't have a garden so um I'm, i think plants are a great way of doing things especially if you're on a budget you can't fill the home with fresh lilies every two days so mm-hmm. let's uh you know make buy something that lasts longer buy a nice plant with really nice fronds that, that will always look fresh um, and remind people of the outdoors. That's always a really popular thing.
0: Remember to, to prune it back as well, I would say. You know, you know, I'm, I'm just thinking spider plant. Sure, you like, don't want a jungle. It's yeah. uh, <laughs> wandered all over the place and everybody oh, that looks really nice. It's like, wait a minute, it's like Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, when you walk in here. It's yeah, like, it's, it's overwhelming. It's like you're in the jungle. Uh, you're yeah, absolutely yeah. right. Um, Angela's actually made a really good point. Um, I've seen some photographs on Facebook from people selling and they're all blurred, dull, just very poor. First impressions are everything. Um, every single photograph that we take is actually professional photographers or they're put to a re-edit studio where they'll actually brighten them up to the actual natural eye. Um, because you can't really take the difficulty about, here's a, here's a classic example about taking photographs on a, on a mobile phone or even any format. Um, the white balance goes out straight away. Um, from any light coming into the room. So the classic example is you're, you're always going to probably take a photograph towards a window because people like to see natural light. So because you take it towards the window, the camera sees the bright light and the dark and everything else round about it in order to focus in on the bright light to make it look legible. And everything else goes dark around and that makes your room look really dark. And then you try to brighten it up and then what happens is the, the, the window then gets whited out completely. So you just see this white oblong or shape in the background, which doesn't make sense at all. So there's never, there's, the, the way to do that is actually take two photographs, take one with overexposure, one with underexposure and put them together. So you have a clear window and then you also have a perfect lighted interior and then you just put the window inside the interior um, on a tripod. You know, you do it on a tripod to get this and then you get a perfect photograph. So when you're actually, so it's like you're actually standing in that room when you look at it. So that's how to do a professional photograph.
1: I'm not sure many people are able to do that at home. I'm certainly not able to do that. So, exactly, well, we
0: don't do it, and we get a professional photographer to do it. <laughs> sure. Exactly,
1: leave it to the professionals, everybody.
0: Um... There's, there's no point. There's no point in reinventing a wheel and actually. And and when you think about it, the cost, the cost difference is probably about hundred pound between a professional photographer and having a go at it yourself. Um, and that hundred pound is 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 clearly overcompensated for at the end and the fact that you could get an offer from a person it wouldn't have considered even walking in your door before from the photographs because then they would never inquire because they'd see the photographs and think i'm not even inquiring that might be the offer it gives you thousands more a hundred pound or thousands more i think i know where i'd invest my money these are all about proper investments it's, it should never be a cost to you to sell a house it should always be an investment in the services of the person doing this or what you're doing for it in order to get the best value at the end and the best price and equally the best circumstances. So that's that's how I would look at things like that every single time. Is it a good investment of my time and resources to do what I'm needing to do? Uh, good morning, James. How are you? Uh, any questions, James, please feel free to ask. Um, we're talking today about changing rooms and uh, relaunching your five home in a different look. Uh, Jeanette had actually said about this would be perfect as well for people, great tips for renting and also for Airbnb. So this will be great for you as well, James. Um, and uh, what what could we, um, I mean, you know, minor tweaks that this can make a major difference, would you say? Yeah. And to go into storage, uh, friend's garage, ready for collection for when you're moving to your new home, really, yeah?
1: Yes, what I would say is definitely, I mean, it comes under that sort of general heading of decluttering, isn't it? That's something that we talk about a lot before a house comes onto the market to try and declutter. Um, What I would also say about um, just as you have overfilled rooms, we quite often have overfilled cupboards. Um, And I literally have gone into houses on a few occasions and opened a cupboard because you have to demonstrate the the storage space to some extent. And I've, had, I've opened a cupboard and literally had things fall out on top of me. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I understand we all need to try and make it tidy, but storage is a big selling point. And if you have good storage, then you really want to show that off. So make sure that when we open the cupboard door, we can see to the back of the cupboard so that we can see how deep that cupboard is. Yeah. Um, so try and try and declutter your cupboards. A if, you, bit, if you're struggling
0: where to put it, I mean, because there is, you know, you've got under beds, classic example. You could put it under beds. No. bed. Um, you could put it in garage, perfect example. I had someone actually insist that look, I'll, I'm going to have to get, I'm going to have to get a skip. I'm going to have to get it on the driveway. I'm going to have to then fill the skip. I'm going to have to take it away. And I said, no, no, no. You've got a garage. Yep. Put it all in the garage. So stick yeah. it in the garage as a temporary measure. Um, that because all we're do- we're not going to take photographs of a garage. You know, and when you open a garage, everybody realizes that the garage is probably going to have quite a bit of stuff in it. So it's not the end of the world for, for anybody viewing. But the last thing you want is your house overwhelmed with that stuff. So an easy, quick fix to get your house on the market, get it, get it moving, is actually get all your stuff into the garage. And then you can decant it out the garage when you're ready to go. But that then gets your house photographed ready for, for the stage and put on the market. And you, you can get to the market quicker. Remember, getting to the market quicker at this point in time is probably the best thing because the Boxing Day bounce has passed. We are now on that side. We've got 1,000 people coming onto our website every single day. That's just our website. So think about what it's like for Rightmove, Prime Location, Zoopla, S1 Homes, and all the other websites that we use as a natural result. There's literally thousands of people looking every single day and, and there's not enough properties on the market. So you've got a unique position still that you've got, a, a restriction in supply but you've got a huge demand more than the demand actually last year at this point in time a lot more significantly more so so you've got a huge bonus to get the best price for your house but equally get the best circumstances for your house and that means entry date you can have flexible entry dates you can have 12 month entry dates you can get concluded missives you can get non-refundable deposits put down on your property to make sure that they don't back out and if they do they pay a hefty penalty for it these are all things that you can negotiate at this point in time. Uh, James has actually given us a, a quick question relating to storage. Better to keep a deep cupboard, actually, or use it as a downstairs loo. So is it better to keep a deep cupboard downstairs? Now, this is because James has recently bought a property and he thought to himself, is it better to keep the deep cupboard at the back of the kitchen? So you go at the back of the kitchen, you open my door, you walk into the vestibule and off to your left hand side is the big deep cupboard and then you've got the back door in front of you. Um, So in between. So is it better to have the downstairs loo or actually keep that big, deep cupboard? Opinions. I would say loo.
1: I'm going to sit on the the fence on this one, Jim, because, I, I mean, certainly... I, literally just yesterday, uh, yeah. I had viewings with people who um, who thought, oh, I would convert that cupboard into a loo. I, I think when you're selling and, and, you know, certainly for the purposes of, of this show, we're talking about um, putting things back on the market or the houses yep. that haven't sold for a long time. I would, I would shy away from making major changes like that. Uh, we all talk about, you know, quite often people come and say, I want to change the kitchen. We know that the buyers are you know, likely, more to, likely
0: are going to, to change the kitchen. Clear that out anyway. yeah, so
1: make it as presentable as you can so that they will have the idea of how to use that space themselves. I think
0: I think the only way you would change a kitchen is if you were going for a first time buyer market. So yeah. if you're going for a first time buyer market, change yeah, I would I would change the kitchen and make it cost effective. And the reason for that is because first time buyers can generally not be able to afford any more than what the home report value is. And so any added value you can put into the property to get the home report higher and get a better starting point, they can mortgage up to it, but they can't pay any more over. So if it is definitely only a first-time buyer market you're going for, you'd probably want to change the kitchen because it will add a lot of value and a first-time buyer will be able to get a mortgage up to that point. Um, Classic example is what James is saying, I would be tempted to change, put the downstairs toilet in in his situation, not for selling, but for renting put the downstairs Lou, yes. if, 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 if the numbers work, you know what I mean, James, by the numbers work, we'll talk about that on our wealth show. We'll actually talk about this on our wealth show. We had a wealth show that we do on Monday night at 30. So if anybody wants to tune into that, James and I talk about wealth creation and how to do that in various different formats. Um, From a revaluation point of view, you have actually said a revaluation point of view, yes, it will add value, James. Um, And what to do is... If you really if you really lack storage, make sure the kitchen's got quite a lot of cupboards for storage, um, and the top units and that. And also, uh, you could uh, you could always put an outside shed. Um, so an outside shed, maybe a six by four, and um, would be ideal for people uh, maybe have things that can be stored outside instead. And that then gets you a downstairs WC from uh, from as you say a revaluation point of view. The biggest the biggest cost in doing things like that is the services and how to get them to that point. So you might find, well, practicality, I mean you can go down to B and Q and get a, a suite for a bathroom suite for three, four hundred quid and you can buy it off the shelf. But the difficulty of that is um it's the services that all have to be changed in order to get that. So the stack pipe, um you can't get the stack pipe to there or the waste pipe, then you have to put a macerator in to get it into another one. So then all the cost starts to add on top of that as a result. Um, that's what I would be nervous of. So it has to make sense um, in that as well. Okay, so what could we talk about next, Alicia?
1: Um, Why don't we talk about replacing furniture? Uh, Quite often when we go to sell our houses, we think, oh, that's great. When I've sold the house and the money's in, I'm going to buy new furniture. I know that there's a financial implication to this, but I would maybe say, think about changing your furniture now rather than later. What do you think, Jim?
0: Well, most people delay in changing. And and I suppose if you are getting new furniture and you're going to be taking away, the difficult is the size of the rooms Mm -hmm. um, for your next property. But if you've got something lined up, then, you know, and you can buy before you can sell, then possibly you might want to do that and just change your furniture now and then take it away once you've finished. Uh, And that'll give it a refresh, often because everyone sees you doing the same thing, despite it's perfectly normal. It isn't always the best option, though, is it? Uh, new furniture can help sell your home. Existing pieces. Some people actually rent the furniture, so refurnish. <laughs> they rent the furniture in, and they they re- basically rent a rent a crew. Um, they put all the furniture in for them, dress the property for them. I think Linda Martin does that uh, over in Dunfermline. Um, she dresses the property all start to finish, uh, and then then sells the property for real good top value, uh, and then then everything gets taken back. So you just rent the furniture for a short period of time. Um, you could find. New pieces as well. You can find really rejuvenated pieces on eBay when you're moving, mm-hmm. um, and you—I you, mean, just replace it now. Whether you're upside, yeah. I mean, you
1: know, what you were talking about there is for the is for maybe for the wealth creators, but for for the majority of people, if your friend has got a really funky armchair, ask them. You know, can I borrow your can can I borrow your armchair for a couple of weeks? Um, you know, and and just try and use it up a wee bit.
0: You'd be amazed at the amount of times that I used to see furniture getting thrown out in the street, and some other people would go, "I'm having that." Because mm-hmm. <laughs> one, one man's rubbish is another one's, you know, uh, kingdom or jewel or whatever treasure, it is. I it. don't know what that means. I there's a there's a phrase there, isn't it? Yeah, I think
1: it's one man's rubbish another man's treasure.
0: Yeah, and that's that. You know, you'd be amazed at what's out there. That like people go, "Wow!" And then, with, especially with the shows about upcycling, you know, just a, a quick paint or a, you know, as you said, the the handles, changing the handles can make a Huge difference to the to the piece of furniture. <clears throat> so, upsizing, gain more bedrooms, downsizing is less to clean. Uh, examples, individual rooms, current and, and future, maybe quite similar. Uh, an example in any given neighborhood and a size of receptions, classic Victorian terraces, uh, 1930 semis can be similar to those in the three or four bedrooms. Um, have you, I mean, have you spotted that fabulous couch? comfy armchair or even a chandelier, you know, I did not think in how many houses we need a chandelier, but <laughs> you never know um, <laughs> if you're in your next living room, perhaps a, a, a bed. There's, there's some great lighting out there. You know, there is some great lighting out there, isn't there? I mean, being cute to some great LED lighting um, and you can just get it online or you can just pop into the local shop to have a look at it. Perhaps a bed with a gorgeous headboard that's caught your eye or a beautiful print or painting. Any of them can fit in your current home. And so why not add the glamour in your, for your photographs and for your viewings as a result of that? And with some smart thinking around furniture, um, you'll thank yourself on moving day, having replaced the pieces you've actually planned to upgrade anyway. So you've, so with a mercifully shorter to-do list, your new home will be ready for, for your public appearance as soon as you move in. Um, that's the reality, isn't it? You know, So yep. you are almost done everything before you've actually moved. So rather than actually take all your old furniture away yet, and spend all that money to get the, all your old furniture taken somewhere else, and then actually put it out. Then, well, why not just get all your new furniture now and uh, and take it with you when you go, and you'll save yourself the money and the and the getting rid of it um, and Absolutely. the hassle as well, eh?
1: Yep, and um, you know, it, since we're talking about saving money, uh, I think you mentioned getting a new headboard. If you're on a budget, I think it was it was James the other uh, on another show has said you know invest in a good staple gun, absolutely get yourself a staple gun and a big square of lovely rich new fabric. You can get them at re- for remnants anywhere you know places like the range, Dunelm Mill, and recover your headboard. We do it tight, and and that will it will look good as new for not very much money.
0: Yeah, yeah. What about adding luxury with textiles? You know what? What have you got? What are your thoughts on that?
1: Well, I'm, I'm, you know, to, come, to be sexist about it. I'm a woman. I'm a big fan of a of a of a lovely big cushion. You know, yeah. it can really add a sense of luxury. Uh, I know that my husband gets frustrated when you've got to remove forty cushions to get into bed at night, but um, but nonetheless, when it comes to selling <laughs> your home,
0: surprise, run with that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> when it comes to selling your home, it does add a sense of luxury. Um, there's no disputing it.
0: I mean, fabrics really do tie a room together, like the colour and the part and the texture, doesn't it? Um I sure. mean um, they all, I tell you what, they also remove the chilly echoes in the room as well, with it and often soften the acoustics.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, which a is nice a big thing to... when
0: people walk into a house. I mean, when you walk in and the acoustics are are, are, are like are like sterile in a room, yeah. um, it automatically makes you think of cold, doesn't it?
1: It does. And even the warmest room, great central heating, uh, actually a blanket over the back of the sofa just nicely folded or on the armchair. Um, It it does. It really does give a sense of warmth and comfort.
0: Yeah. And these sort of things like, you know, are you you keeping that stunning velvet Chesterfield round about? You know, a lot of people didn't realise that they've got some really good pieces of furniture. Um, and 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 so chuck a throw over it, and and in con- contrasting to the colour, uh, or yeah. load it w- with like you said, scatter cushions. Uh, mm-hmm. r- um Sizes, design can be very formal, so don't. Uh, I mean, regimental sizes and designs can be very formal in this process, so please don't be afraid to mix it up with different shapes and different fabrics for for a, a friendlier feel. um I, and this is what we, Angela talked about this previously. I new rugs. An instant pop to the floor, or even help with the uh, zoning. But consider the size of the room. Uh, busier designs are better suited to larger areas. It's smaller for smaller spaces. Go really go for a simplistic design with a with an interesting texture. Um, what about things like uh, bedding? Beddings oh, a big yeah. one for me.
1: Definitely, you know, and just an, a luxurious bedspread. Uh, will will transform a room. It's the first thing we see, isn't it? When we go into a bedroom, that is your focal point. We talked about focal points earlier. Bedrooms, uh, it's got to be a lovely, rich, richly coloured yeah. bedspread. And, and I life.
0: tell you what, with textiles on bedspreads, you walk into some rooms and you look at the cushions or or their their, their uh, pillows. Look at the pillows, and you look at the the throw. It's over it. You know, just over the actual. um Because most people use a. Uh, um, they use um, quilts now. Yeah, what do we use quilts? They didn't go for all the, the old sheets and, and everything like that. Now that's an old thing. Um no. but but a lot of these are. You know, everybody feels comfortable in them, like my like my pet cat does, and will never want me to wash the beds. Um, but the reality is, you're going to have to do things like that. If it looks tired, it's only twenty pound for a set of new new covers from Argos or something like that, just to change it over or, or Amazon. You know, yeah. 20, £20, £25 pound for a new set of covers just to put over your bed. So when people walk in, they get that new cover smell straight away. You know what that's like. And that it instantly rejuvenates the room and the, the the mindset of someone walking into the room. But it also look, looks good in photographs. You know, nobody yeah. really wants to see a tired bedspread. My big thing is is, is wrinkles and creases and photographs. It's like, really? You couldn't have just taken the time just to get that crease in <laughs> that bed? Just for that few seconds it could have taken just to make it look right. Because there is a demographic out there that get bent out of shape about that. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, you know, the the pillow that looks like the head has only just that second come off it is quite an off-putting thing. You know, it's still got the dent of where you got up that morning. No, if you've got a viewing, make sure everything is crisp and smooth. um, And it makes a huge difference.
0: And and the rejuvenated pillows. I mean, you know, buy a couple of you know pillows. They're bought. They're about ten quid for a pack of two, yeah, um, really and like and then they both look the same size when you put them into the new bed sheets. And yeah. then the bed sheet goes on top, and it just looks perfect. It looks like a show house. So it perfect. looks like a room you walk into, and it looks exactly like what a show house would look at. And literally, that's only you know maybe about ten or twenty quid to sell to sell that room. That's all it's taken.
1: It's not hard to get that showroom look as well, you know, and since we're talking about textiles, I'm just going to move out of the bedroom and go back to, you know, one of the rooms that we maybe haven't talked about, the dining yeah. kitchen or the dining room. When we're looking at the dining room table or the di- uh, or the table in the kitchen, try setting it. Try setting the table with some lovely, clean, sparkly glasses and some really nice napkins, you know, because mm. suddenly that then gives that sense of comfort, conviviality, you know, that well, in non-Covid days, socialising. Um, so yeah, textiles can go a long, long way to enhancing your house.
0: Perfect. Um, uh, yeah, rolled fluffy towels in the bathrooms, great one. Mm-hmm. Hanging robes. Don't put your old hanging, you know, hanging, minging, <laughs> your minging bathrobe. Maybe you love it, but no, else is going to love it. Get it in the cupboard somewhere, hide it for goodness sake and put away things like your, your razor sitting in the tooth. Sitting in the cup on the toothpaste or something like that, yeah. and your old things falling about, you know, get all that cleaned up. Just, just give the right impression when people walk into things. Um, so, if you've been thinking of replacing yours, uh, do it to evoke the spa-like sanctuary it uh, comes into. You don't need to change a bathroom suite. It's just all about. It's all about accessories, mm-hmm. isn't it? And that's our next subject: accessorize with style. Yeah. So, what have we got to say about accessories, Alicia?
1: Um. Well, since we're still since we're still talking about the bathroom, why don't we just get some luxury soap and cream and dispensers, and yeah. uh, you know, maybe again, I said earlier I was a fan of candles, a candle on the bath to give that sense of relaxation, and some nice bubble baths or bath bombs, and then get away, get clear of all the, you know, chemist's own brand stuff and plonk yep. it in the in the cupboard. Uh, so when you suddenly, say, when you
0: say luxury, I immediately think that's going to cost money does no, it really cost money
1: no it really doesn't um especially if you go to there are there are plenty of stores that sell brand branded things at a discounted yeah. price you know um and it, and i have to say i've never really been able to tell the difference between this year's chic soap dispenser and last year's chic soap dispenser but for some reason the soap selling companies like to change them every year so yeah. last year's brand in a discount store will just do the job just as well.
0: It does, yeah. Something like Home Bargains or something like that would easily have that. Or even Aldi's and Liddles do great copies that look really, really similar uh, and, and possibly even look even better in terms of how mm-hmm. they do it. And And so it does look luxurious, but it actually doesn't cost the earth, does it?
1: not at all and in actual fact yeah you the those two supermarkets that you mentioned there they are great for selling these lovely luxuries also the throws that we were talking about earlier um some nice you know round silky satiny cushions you you can you can actually do quite well with very little money in yeah this. and
0: i think it's certainly it's how much it can transform the the look and the feel of the room with, with those simple additions while your style lacks inspiration out there, or even online in the high street and or, or even in magazines, accessories can provide effective for photos and viewings themselves. Um, floating shelves work anywhere, don't they?
1: Oh yeah, they always look great. <laughs> it's a, For some reason to me, it always just looks like magic. I'm so used to shelves with brackets. Suddenly you get a floating yeah. shelf and it just looks really crisp. Uh, it's a really good look. Uh puts small plants,
0: books. Probably mirrors would add depth as well, light and glamour. We always talk about if you've got a if you've got a room which actually looks quite dark to the rear, get a mirror in it. And and make yeah, sure you yeah. kind of mirror it so it, it it catches the sun from the from the window because it'll reflect it into the room. And it yeah. and it and it effectively looks like another window.
1: It does. It bounces light all over the room. And actually I'm a big fan of mirrors. I would say put a mirror in every room. Um, in the darkest corner, uh, or near, or near to that dark, in the middle of the wall of the darkest wall, it, it will sometimes. It's
0: window. sometimes the only time I'll ever consider a, a, a photograph of a of the rear of a bedroom rather than the window. So, so when there's a mirror, um, so when mm-hmm. they've got a big mirror wardrobe and it's a nice mirror wardrobe, and then you see the bed the bed itself, but then you see the you see the window in the actual mirror. Um, yeah. In the wardrobe itself, and it actually sometimes looks a far better photograph than actually taking it from the door and the bed towards the window itself. Um, and again, it, it just it just opens it up completely.
1: It sometimes makes the room twice as big if you've if you've yeah. got these big double wardrobes with mirrored doors. Um, it, just, don't, really... just
0: don't try to walk through it. I've, I've done that no. plenty <laughs> of times. at a night, a night out, and you'll know, know this place called Jackie's. O's. Where no, I don't. <laughs> used to have a mirror tunnel. And they had a mirror at the very end. It was all mirrored all the way through. They had a mirror at the very end, and the amount of people I actually walked into that mirror at the very end. It's
1: Quite <laughs> a few. Is that the t- the staff test for making making you go home if you possibly, if you bump into the uh, mirror? That you've was had maybe, enough,
0: if you've had enough, if you walk into that mirror at the end of that at the end of that corridor, um, art also helps break up bare walls. Um, Canvas prints, original paintings. Um, to picture your wall elegantly and uh, framed personal photographs um even 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 landscapes not a uh, classic classic way to get things like that is off of community pages there's loads east newt photograph pages aerial and errors saint andrew's photograph page you know, Cooper's got photographs as well, got a, a photograph page. Glenorthus has got, um, Glenorthus Go, they've got loads of community pages, Go Glenorthus community pages as well. Um, Kerkory's got their own uh, community pages. Dizer, old photographs, and and, and Kerkory as well. Um, so there's lots and lots of photographs that you can get from guys that are, and, and, and are brilliant photographers, and they do it as an amateur thing for themselves. But you sometimes often get some professional photographers putting their stuff on as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a, a golden opportunity to actually print them out in a good quality printer, um, and uh, download them, print them out. Make sure you ask for their permission first if you're going to use them, because be, it's nice to be recognised, especially if you're taking these photographs. And as a photographer, um, it's 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 a it's a bit of lift, it's a bit of lift knowing that people actually like what you do. Um, so it, it's good, it? good on, it's good from that point of view. So speak to your photographers. Make sure you, you can get permission to use that photograph. Tell them where you're going to use it. And, uh, and if you are actually going to use it online or anything like that, then give them credit for it. Uh, definitely give them credit after, after getting them permission. So that's a real good way to hit, get art to break up your walls and, and landscape scenes and, and all the rest of it. And you might actually have places that are actually local to you that you can put on the wall, which everybody can resonate with. Um, like, for example, East Nook's classic for harbours and beaches and coastal paths. Um, and in some of the things like the old Kirk and you've got Newark castle um you've got all the different things you've got the 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 boats and the, the the fishing um so there's lots and lots of things to actually break up these these walls in. Uh, what about lighting?
1: Oh definitely so a lot I mean you almost always we have the the pendant light, the ceiling light on in in viewings, but actually, if you also have little lamps, Around the room, get them switched on as well because they again create that sense of homeliness and 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 coziness. Um, in fact, I was uh, in a house just recently, and it was really quite small. Yeah. Um, and lots of people worry about is their house too small, um, and will it appeal to people? Uh, but actually, this the, this homeowner was really astute. They accentuated the intimacy of their house and this the, the cozy, snug, uh, homely feeling that, that, that they were able to create was amazing. Yeah. And they just did it with sort of dim lighting in and just to make you feel like you just wanted to snuggle in. Um so there are ways of of making perhaps what you perceive as a disadvantage into yeah. an advantage.
0: So, so another that. another top tip is get rid of all your old lights at. You know, the bulbs, and I have seen it recently, the bulbs that you have to switch the light on for half an hour before you go in the room because they have got to heat up and actually get to the right light level. Get rid of them. Invest in proper, good quality LED lighting, which actually lights your room properly. Maybe a 10, an 8 watt, which is equivalent to 100 watt in terms of the brightness. And and consider if you've got good colors in your room, going for um, actual daylight light white light. Mm-hmm. If you if you've not got a, if you want your room to look cosy, then you go for the the cream warm. sort of light, uh, mm. which is warm. But if you want to if you want to show off your colours in your room, yeah, definitely go for daylight because that's exactly the like naked eye, in terms of how you see things. Um, so set moods in particular, uh, particularly for winter views, as well as ceiling pendants. Think about the you know as you said about floor tables and, and lamps and and uh, the warm soaps. Um, so let's talk about. Soaps dispensers. You talked about that. luxuries, bathrooms. You know, sorry, and, Jim, I
1: preempted you there. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> you know, we had
0: that down as a subject, but that's fantastic. Jeanette actually says quite a good point. Here's a classic: uh, when looking at photographs of your property, the eye is drawn to colour. Avoid total grey. I, I mean, it's a it's a big thing for now for people for having the grey look. But I tell you what, it's not going to last long. Uh, to attract clients, I use plants a lot. Um, I use to set items in the kitchens, oils, wood chopping boards. Always visit show houses to see what's on trend, to keep you fresh with your ideas, and to get top value as well. You know, that's a real good top tip. Thanks, Jeanette, for that.
1: Yeah, I think Jeanette's absolutely right. I think I would add to that is that when you look at these uh, magazines, the style magazines, and the home magazines, their photos, they they seem to create a little vignette, a little picture of solid objects. So on, yeah. to come back to that, uh, I've got a think about that sideboard that you mentioned earlier. So the one that you've changed the handles on, on that sideboard, put a stack of books or put, and and you know, then maybe put something on top of it that's, I don't know, candle snuffer. There's a thing from a relic from the past. Oh yeah, boy, that's a, that's a
0: long time ago, isn't it?
1: Yeah, but some people still have them as decorative objects. What I mean is just something a little bit quirky, you know, something just a little bit different on the top of the stack of books to draw the eye and a plant next to it, just to create varying levels of height. And that draws the eye just to create just a nice little picture. Talking of pictures, a photo, a framed photo would be a, a great thing to put there as well. Um, so so I, I agree absolutely with what Jeanette just said. It's a, it's a great piece of advice.
0: And it's just really small gestures and they go a long way to creating a thoughtful and welcoming atmosphere, don't they?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And that's what we're trying to aim for with this programme, I think, is that actually you've you've already gone through the major change because you've put your house on the market and if you've had that little hiatus where you've had for whatever reason to take it off or to not have any viewings, you're just wanting to make little tweaks to revitalise things um, and, and carry on selling your
0: home. Okay, so final words. We're at the We're, we're, at the ring, we're already. <laughs> I talk a lot.
1: <laughs> well, I like this subject, so I could go on a bit as well. So... Um, so my final thoughts are, um, it's not about the big changes. It's just little things, little inexpensive things that you can do to give your home a, a little extra sense of luxury.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, restyling your home can be really enjoyable and rewarding experience. It gives you a, a new lease of life in the whole process um, and, 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 and of items you already own and step up to moving preparations and find your perfect buyer. Um, January sales are in full swing. I mean, it's not really a sale. Don't don't think it's a discounted thing. The January sales, in terms of the house sales, are in full swing. There's loads of buyers out there waiting today. Now, I have not left buyers out there. So, if you're a buyer, um, feel free. I will be sh- I will be doing this uh, just this week. I might do one tomorrow morning about this. This is my eleven rules to buying property in Fife. So, watch out for that as a buyer. Um, I, I, you know, I, I want to do it tomorrow, but I'm almost exhausted by everything else I do. <laughs> but if I do come on live tomorrow, it, it'll probably be about 9.30 or 10 o'clock, and I'll be doing my living rules to buying a Fife property. It, it might be during the week as well. I might do this. Um, so watch out for that if you're a buyer. Uh, the living rules to buying a property and Fife. Uh, and that's it. You know, thanks very much for coming on the show, Alicia. Uh, fantastic Pleasure. content. Fantastic information for everyone. And uh, if anybody's got any questions after that, please feel free to message us direct. You can still put comments in here. We'll, we'll pick them up as well. Any of your ideas are more than welcome um, for other people to 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 learn from. Um, if you've got a great idea out there, please feel free to share this and, and share this post with everyone else. And until next time, guys, I'm Jim Parker from Five Properties TV and from Alicia as well. Bye-bye for now.
1: Thanks, bye.